Hello, and welcome to Pop Culture Hangfire with Christian and Gabriel, the podcast where Gabe and I talk pop culture. Oh, season three. <laughs> oh, uh, oh uh, franchises. <laughs> Gabe, this is a an interesting franchise I've chosen for us today. Okay. Uh, almost a guilty pleasure. Today, Gabe, we are talking Airbud franchise. Fantastic. <laughs> I I am I after doing the Home Alone one and discovering the the, the plot and storyline of that poor family, I thought this has to have something similar. So we're going we're going there, bud. <laughs> a franchise based on a sports playing golden retriever named Buddy, portrayed by Air Buddy, a real dog. Uh, I will say I I found out that he the real dog got famous through. Like um, America's Funniest Home Videos and stuff like that, where he was really doing oh, those things. Yeah, he went viral ahead of time. He went viral, and then the owner capitalized on it by like writing a script and getting a movie produced. Damn! Very surprising, dude. Very surprising. Okay, years active, nineteen ninety seven to two thousand twelve. Number of movies five. Number of spinoffs nine. Dang. Hey. Just, just, just you wait, Gabe. Now, I can tell you right now, I've only ever seen Airbud the original. If you ask me why I mean, or how, I don't remember, but I know I've seen it. So my very television, first... quite possibly. I think those movies were pretty common. Quite possibly, but the fact that I stayed there and watched the whole thing is ridiculous. I don't know. Oh, it's a golden retriever. How could you look away? I, I was no, I don't know. So uh, my number one question is always like, oh, you know, what makes it iconic, remembered, or cultural? And I, I have no clue, um, but I have never forgotten this movie. Like, it's, it, always, it lives rent-free somewhere, like, <laughs> in the attic. It, does not, it doesn't even have its own bedroom. It's, just, it's, it's squatting. It's in my futon. For some strange okay. reason, this movie lives there. I like it. I will say uh, it, it's, it was fun doing the research. And again, very surprising and completely understandable, right? So let's let's dive into the first one, right? Airbud, nineteen ninety seven, directed by Charles Martin Smith. By the way, that was also su- surprising. Notable actor. If you look him up, um, you'll recognize the face. But he was in The Untouchables. He was in American Graffiti. He was in Deep Impact. Whoa. He was a legit ac- actor. Continued to be, and he just happened to also direct. I think the first uh, the first two Airbuds. Okay. Okay, so we're gonna go into the. Was it his directorial debut? I believe it might have been, and maybe the only things he directed. <laughs> He's like, I don't even care. Okay, <laughs> so notable actors, none. Just for the record. Hair bud. <laughs> well, his only movie, technically. <laughs> so after the death of his father, Josh Fram, his mother Jackie, and his two-year-old sister Andrea have relocated to Fernfield, Washington. One day after school, Josh practices basketball by himself in a makeshift court he has set up behind the abandoned church, where he meets a runaway golden retriever that had just escaped from his abusive owner, a rude, grumpy, alcoholic party clown. Jesus Christ, dude. How many strikes does one human being need against their character? (laughs) So... Discovering his uncanny ability to play basketball, Josh names his him Buddy and takes him home. Buddy becomes the mascot of the school's basketball team and appears in their halftime shows. 
the Timberwolves, the town local town uh, team, uh, is struggling at the championship game, and an injury leaves them with four players. Buddy shows up after it is discovered that there are no rules preventing a dog from playing basketball, which is actually true, Gabe. <laughs> no, that that is a that's classic to classic dog loophole. <laughs> He is added to the re- he is added to the roster and leads the team to victory. Along the way, the old owner, the grumpy, rude, alcoholic, alcoholic party clown, clown, wants him back and uh, takes him to court. And the judge gives custody to the kid when he basically goes outside with the dog and the two, the kid and the owner, and right. lets the dog decide. And when the dog tries to like murder the the rude, grumpy, alcoholic As party any clown, of us would do. Uh, the judge grants custody to the kid. And that is the story of Airbud, Gabe. All right. So this is the only film in the franchise that actually has the, the dog buddy uh, himself. The okay. rest of the films use a multitude of golden retrievers to play the I- iconic, <laughs> iconic athletic dog. <laughs> And uh, and um, unfortunately, he did pass away from cancer, so that's oh. why he was never in the other ones. Now, Gabe, he'll live on the screen forever. He will. He will. And in our podcast, by the way, I think we just extended his life by another hell yeah, a couple months. Production budget on this film was three million. Okay, that's oh. a lot. That's a lot of begging strips. That's a lot of. And now, Gabe, now without thinking of some crazy number, if I said to you, Airbud. Three million. How much do you think this movie made in the theater? I mean, it's like fifteen million. Like it feels like you know, it it made that's that's a lot of money coming back for three. That is a lot of money. Try twenty seven million. Okay, so like double what I said. Basically, that is that is fantastic. That's almost made ten times its money. Yeah, they greenlit the, they greenlit the sequel. They greenlit the fuck out of the sequel. See the fucking. <laughs> heartbeat game they're like how many other sports do we have <laughs> oh oh we'll get there Gabe. now for the record because look this is going to be a quick and down dirty so this episode just requires us to actually converse about this oh man for the record i would have loved Airbud 2 before going into other sports i mean you've got it nailed you won the yeah. championships why wouldn't you go all state Let him go to the all-stars man right maybe go pro who yeah, knows? Go, uh, you know, uh, go go, go uh, state championship. Were they already? Were they doing that? They were I, doing local, weren't they? I think this was local. Yeah. Yeah. State um, championship. Come on, woo! You let them get drafted. Well, Airbud Two, also Electric known Boogaloo. Uh, I wish uh, Airbud Two, also known as Golden Receiver. Oh. Nineteen ninety-eight. Gabe, what what sport do you think this movie covers? <laughs> I mean, now that you put me on the spot, I don't. I'm afraid to guess. It's exactly what you think. Now, <laughs> a teenager and a basketball player is the clown a recurring character? Does no, the clown ever come no, back? he does not come back. Man, I just want him to be like the lurking villain, like like every movie he's plotting to get the dog. Well, Gabe, I will tell you that there's a there's a, I think part four where there's a Russian kidnappers. If that makes you feel better, that's. That they're sort of treated like clowns in American cinema. They are. They are. So Josh is now a teenager, and he plays basketball. He gets mad at his mother because his mother started dating somebody, as you recall in the previous film, yeah. after the death of his father. So she has begun yeah. to date somebody. Damn, Pat- she moved on. 
I mean, come on. It's been a couple of years, Gabe. Don't be, don't be mad. She's a woman. She's young. She's got, who's going to, she's already got so many things going against her. Yeah. The kid's got a dog. Right. He's a, a teenager. And, and guess who she decides to start dating? Patrick, the town's new veterinarian. I mean, come on. And she gets a discount on for, for Airbud. All right. That's yep. smart. And this is, by the way, after she actually had gone on a few dates with people. So, like, Patrick was okay. the winner. All right. Patrick innocently tosses Josh, uh, tosses Josh's basketball savvy dog a football one day, and Josh discovers that Buddy also has an uncanny ability to play the sport of football. He's he's just an, he's a well rounded athlete. After his friend, after Josh's friends convinces Josh to sign up for for football instead of basketball, Buddy also begins playing on on Josh's junior high football team, the Timberwolves. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Wait a minute, the Timberwolves? Yeah, I think Wasn't it's just, that the lat? Yeah, that that was. I think that's the name of the team, the town's team, whatever sport oh, they play. Whatever sport. Okay, yeah. they're just all Timberwolves. Okay. Yeah. So at first, the team is failing miserably, and the school intends to fire the coach if he doesn't start winning. However, oh, damn. Some however stakes. Those are our stakes here. We I mean, got high stakes. However, thanks to Buddy's excellent athletic skills and speed. <laughs> I mean, he does, he does have a distinct advantage in having four legs. The, the team has a streak of wins and makes the playoffs. In addition, they advance the championship. I, I want to see how he catches a football. With his mouth, Gabe. <laughs> yeah, but like, how does he not like, like, how does he like? He's running down the field. And I, I, I'm, I'm gonna have to watch these movies. They're going to, the, they're going straight to the top of the list. Oh, actually, this is the one with the Russians, where, oh, um, where uh, they kidnap Buddy in hopes of having him perform as a special attraction in a Russian circus. Damn, dude. Like you do. All right, Gabe. So now, they. When was this? Uh, what year was this movie? Did we say ninety eight? The the very next year after, right after, right okay. after. So like you know, the Russians are just taking a whole bunch of L's. Like like a decade earlier, the fucking Soviet Union comes down, and now they can't even they can't even kidnap a golden retriever, and not even for like anything more than just an attraction on a on a on a circus. Like it's not like they were, were going to hold him for ransom because of like how much he was worth. He's a celebrity, yeah. Nope, they're just taking L's. So now, Gabe. They obviously had a success in their hands. They wanted to invest in it. They went eleven million on this budget. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, it only made ten million. I was gonna say that's pretty daring to go from three to eleven. I feel when like you, they should have. When you only made twenty seven, like I mean, that's good for three. Wouldn't be as good if you'd spend eleven on the first one. No. Also, I feel like maybe throw another two million, five million dollar budget. You could have yeah. gotten your ten million back. I don't. I don't I think that so many golden retrievers. I don't think that five million would have made that much of a difference for the record. No. What special effects? What travel trips? I don't know. All right, Airbud Three comes out in two thousand. Two years later, okay. also known as Airbud World Pup. Okay, you know where we're okay. going with this. Yeah, he's he's playing he's playing f- football. Football, directed by Bill Bannerman. First film in the Airbud series not to be released theatrically in the U.S. Uh, I mean, there's a couple of reasons for that. Let's be honest. <laughs> there might be, yeah. But it did play in the Philippines in the theaters for a limited time. So shout out for the, to the Philippines for trying to keep Airbud alive. Oh yeah. Okay, so teenager Josh 
his mother, Jackie, has just married her veterinarian boyfriend, Dr. Patrick. I love how this story, like, we yes, it is. We are going like, forward. <laughs> the dog is just playing all these sports. Like, that's the hook. But then, like, we're, we're, we're seeing the story of his family recovering from tragedy. Yep. <laughs> that's fantastic. So, Josh and his best friend um, just made their school's soccer team. <laughs> When their coach reveals that their team will become co-ed. Oh. oh, boy. Josh meets Emma, a wealthy girl from England, who will not only be playing in his soccer team, but also has a golden retriever named Molly. They both get a girlfriend. Buddy happens to find her attractive. Things work out between Buddy and Molly, by the way. And oh. Molly quickly has puppies. Hmm? Hmm? They got a whole team. They're about to field a whole team of golden retrievers. Next, it is discovered that Buddy also has the uncanny ability to play soccer. <laughs> <laughs> but the soccer committee decided on the recommendation of Chairman Jack Stearns to ban the Timberwolves from the soccer league, all because they had Buddy on their team. Yeah. That sounds like discrimination. It does a little bit. Um, yeah, no. Uh, so here's the fun fact, though. Up until now, uh, the lead actor, Kevin Zeggers, is still the same guy. Three movies in, still playing the guy. All right, we move on to 2002, two years later. Airbud 4. Airbud, seventh inning fetch. Mm. Yeah. Directed by Robert Vince. Now, Robert Vince will become somebody very uh, important later on. Okay. So Josh is off to his first year of college. And Buddy has stayed behind with Josh's little sister, Andrea. Okay. We knew about her in part one, so she's legit. Yep, yep. The lore expands. Jackie and Patrick have recently welcomed Josh and Andrea's half-brother, Noah. Dating, married, had a kid, Gabe. Kid. That's, the story Life goes, goes on. on. Andrea, the younger sister, attempting to fit in with her junior high class classmates, decides to join the basket, the baseball team. Along the way, she discovers that Buddy also has the uncanny ability to play baseball. <laughs> America's greatest athlete, uh, Air Bud. Uh, oh, Fuji. This is the final movie where all the original, all the, or, or any cast members from the original film. So this is us. This is the, the last one where we see the, the same people. Okay. Also, there's no mention of the pups here. The, the ones that he had with Molly in the previous He's an film. an absent father. I Damn. literally was thinking deadbeat dad, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, maybe he just forgot, you know, how golden retrievers are. I don't, actually. I've never had one. <laughs> they seem like there's not a lot going on. They just seem they just seem stoked to be involved. <laughs> they are very Great happy. vibes. They are very happy looking. Great vibes. Here. Don't seem like they remember a whole lot of their paying too much attention. <laughs> you know, when you say that, I definitely think a golden retriever is a California dog. <laughs> it feels like it, yeah. <laughs> Airbud five, Gabe. Two, uh, one year later, two thousand three. By the way, all they're these movies, out. all these movies are around the nine million dollar mark, but they're not showing what they, um, what they're, yeah, because they're no longer. Although it is said to be believed that the, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. So, Airbud five, also known as Airbud, spikes back. Mm. Directed by Michael Suthin. Buddy finds... <laughs> Can he spike? 
but he That's finds amazing. but he finds that he also has the uncanny ability to play volleyball. Yep. Josh has decided to play football at college for the summer instead of returning home for summer vacation, and I believe uh, you know the sister has has continued the uh, the uh, the streak of of beach volleyball. I think. Just sports, just every sport. There's this family's gonna play every single sport. I'm just saying, like it's that that's yeah. So that's the original five Airbuds. Okay. Okay. So now we have in 2006, three years later, Air Buddies. Okay. The film changes the primary focus of the series from Buddy, an adult golden retriever, to his puppies. It also radically alters the character of the series by making virtually all the animals speak. Okay. Yeah. Now, here's the funny part. Disney Buddies is one of the top directed DVD franchises just behind Disney Fairies with the first 12 films grossing 220 million. Yeah. Jesus. And Gabe, let me tell people you. People love people love dogs. They cr- and they you know what they love more than dogs? Puppies. Yeah, that's true. Puppies who talk. Yeah, $9 million budget. And we now have quite the addition of voice acting here, by the way. Okay. So this one was funny. Don Knotts. Remember Don Knotts? I do remember Don Knotts. This was the last film. Yep, this is the last film he did before his death, and it was released after his death. Michael Clark Duncan. Okay. Abigail Bresling. Molly Shannon. Okay. Wallace Shawn, you'll remember him from The Princess Bride, Inconceivable. Yes. And Deborah Jo Rupp, which you'll know as the mom from the 70s show. Yep. All voiced here. Okay. <laughs> now, as you can tell by the name of it, Air Buddies is about the puppies that play basketball. Good, just back to their roots. Uh, two years later, Snow Buddies. Okay. Takes place in the fictional town of something Alaska, Fernitook. It's the the first. It's the final installment in the series to feature Buddy, uh, okay, uh, himself as well as any of the characters from the original Airbud films. Yeah, they're kind of stretching it at a certain point. Like, how many years has this dog been alive? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we have a couple additions in the voices. We have Chris Christopherson, which I found interesting. Same. Jim Jim Belushi, Whoopi Goldberg, Richard Carm. Richard Carm, you might remember from that show Home Improvement. He was the sidekick of the main guy. Okay. Yeah. He was um, Al. Al, yes. Well, look at you, Gabe. All right. Now, here's a, here's some controversy for you, Gabe. Uh-oh. It was discovered that the puppies were approximately eight weeks old, which led to, believe, to the belief that the puppies were only six weeks old when they were brought by the trainer to the movie set. Per the oh. USDA... It was at the time illegal to transport puppies under the age of eight weeks. Yeah. After the removal of all 30 puppies, 28 golden, twenty-eight older golden retriever puppies were brought in to continue filming. All of the 28 older puppies were exposed to parv- parvovirus. Parvo. Yeah, and six fell, six fell ill after the exposure to the virus. As a oh. result, the film was not permitted to use the no animals were harmed disclaimer and received an unacceptable marking from the American Humane Association. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you take that shit for granted because it's like, yeah, yeah, no animals were harmed. You guys didn't fucking actually blow the horse up. We get it. Damn. 
They fucked up. They did. Dude, I, I just want to be backstage for that, though. Like, I don't even, I don't even, like, whatever job. Like, can you imagine 30 puppies? 30 golden retriever puppies? It sounds like heaven. Okay. As a man who who's had a puppy in the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah, but, like, not your responsibility. No, no. Like, okay. it's not your house. Put anything over five puppies in one room, and you're going to just have shit and poop. <laughs> <laughs> is yeah, what I'm I mean, ultimately, but like a little poop never killed anyone. Look how adorable they are. Yeah, have you but, seen those, those 30, videos where like 30 little people poops outside? <laughs> They're <laughs> tiny. How much poop could there be? <laughs> Everybody okay. poops. Everybody poops, yes. All right, 2009, Gabe. Space buddies. Yeah. Okay. They go into space. That's not a sport. <laughs> they go into space. Here we have the additions of Diedrich Bader, as you know from uh, Drew Carey show and the voice of Batman. I feel like we're following the uh, the Fast and the Furious arc. <laughs> it's just what do we do? Space. I can go to space. Oh, just wait, Gabe. Just wait. Um, and Nolan Gold, he was one of the kids from the Modern Family movie, uh, TV show. All right. He's a little brother. Okay, yeah. All right. 2009 also has the release of Santa Buddies, The Legend of the Santa Paws. Here we have the edition, voice editions of Christopher Lloyd and Richard Kind. 2011, Spooky Buddies. We're just hitting the seasonals. Yep. All right. Yep. The Hollywood uh, Halloween Adventure. Here we have comedian Harlan Williams and Ryan Stiles added as voices. Treasure Buddies. This is your your uh, Airbud uh, meets Indiana Jones. Okay. As they go into uh, ruins of some sort of ancient civilization. That's pretty dope. And then 2013. Now, by the way, these are being cranked out every year and a half at this point. And then uh, 2013, we have Super Buddies. Yes, the buddies find five magical rings from the planet Inspiron. Each one gives them unique superpowers. Better than the Green Lantern movie, I bet. Probably. Um, the voice editions here are kind of cool. Colin Hanks, the son of Tom Hanks, a great mm -hmm. actor in his own right. Zendaya. Okay. Right. And Justin Roiland. I don't know if you know that name. Know that name. Yeah. Uh, and I imagine this was right before Rick and Morty. <laughs> I can only imagine the voice. The voice being done. Now, the the only other thing left to say about this is that a 3D animated series called Air Buddy Dream Team was developed and is currently slated for a 2024 release. Yeah. Well, we're not done yet. No, we are not. We Season 4, Gabe, we need to do a follow-up to, uh, to Air, Bud, Air Buddies, uh, the Dream Team here. Yeah, no, this was definitely just a guilty pleasure for me. I, I, had, I had it on my list, and I was like, what am I going to do with this? I got to say, I love that the first five movies maintained... A the story. story That's scene. pretty yeah. funny. That's awesome. I love it. Again, I I I think at a certain point it became a joke. Like when you not a joke, but you you were like, oh god, it's another you know. Air it's like an movie. in joke. Like you're like okay, yeah. Let's see what they've done. But it is. It, I, I didn't play hockey. I'm I'm offended. I guess maybe because of the, the stick and the puck. Yeah, like how would you? Oh, do that? hang like, on a second. Okay, Gabe. Pitch meeting right now. 
what's oh. what sports could everybody play besides the five mentioned like, here? What have we not? What have we not done? Well, obviously, like hockey. Well, you know what though? But if he played baseball, doesn't that mean he must have held a bat? Yeah, I mean, I think I think uh, there's got to be a way to make it work, right? Like it's a little absurd. The skates are a little, but like they have the dogs. Every team's got like a mascot dog that runs around and fucks around with a puck. Like it's it's all in good fun. Also, uh, sidebar. If you're a pitcher and you bean a dog, first of all, you might like actually injure it. Is that like considered a violent crime? Second, the, the crowd's the crowd's coming for you. Okay. Uh, um uh I imagine like let's see here, uh golf. I don't know, man. You need a you need a better swing. I don't think he he could be very swing. successful. How was he hitting a ball with a bat? The bat's already carrying a lot of the weight. I feel like <laughs> I feel like distance wise, I don't think he would he would he every every par five would be like a par ten for him. Curling. I can see curling. Curling I think is doable. Wait. I mean hell, he could just slide along in front of it and be the thing that's that sweeps. with his tail. With his tail he's sweeping in front of it. Oh, that's that's magic, Gabe. Definitely. That's, Wait, that's and, it, uh, and if we doable. if we can't do that, sidebar Airbud X winter games. Oh uh, yeah, okay. Because I think I he mean, can. I think he can ski. Skateboards. So I was yeah. gonna say, I think he can ski. Mm-hmm. Okay, go on curling. Yeah. I can see curling. Um, I mean, uh, retrievers are great at swimming. Oh, that is the obvious one. We just cameo of him beating Phelps, you know, and just Phelps being like, "Here's one of the medals, man. You earned it." Although you know? he can only do one, technically one. Doggy paddle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> which, which would technically fall under a freestyle, right? It would be freestyle. Yeah. So he 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 could win one one medal. There is an event. Okay. Hey, <laughs> you're going down, Phelps. <laughs> actually, uh, actually, Airbud uh, track and field. He can do most runnings and yeah. hurdles. Yeah. Long jump, triple jump. He can't. Um, he can't cat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Pole vault. Uh, can't do that. What about? Let's see. What else haven't we done? Um. Because I'm thinking like cricket. No. Maybe if he could hold the bat, maybe. I mean, if you're already doing other stuff that's similar, like lacrosse, mm. it's like it's like hockey without skates. Okay, definitely can't do rugby. Or I can mean, he? he played football. <laughs> that's true. I mean, <laughs> it's less safety gear. Did he have a helmet? I believe he, he was did. playing football. I believe he did. Take the helmet off. He's playing rugby now. <laughs> I don't think it's safe, Gabe. I think uh, there's a. There, I think there's a weight limit. Maybe he's just got to do the. Ooh. He's just got to do the. Speaking of weight limit, ahead with the rest of the. Which he can. I think he he's can. absolutely. Be um, I was gonna say, like wrestling or karate. <laughs> oh, that's a stretch. Although that, although I feel like it, they would all be flying kicks. <laughs> Technically, yeah. every move is a kick from him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all he does is kicks. <laughs> <laughs> do the punch airbud nope i so i i feel like airbud winter games or airbud track and field could yeah, work airbud just airbud olympics you could just put put in whatever events he no no do. but you could do two movies though winter olympics summer, and summer winter, olympics. yeah yeah, yeah. No, mm-hmm. don't come on gabe we gotta franchise yeah, yeah, on yeah. this yeah we gotta think long term yeah that's that's at least uh <laughs> two years of, of uh, production right there um okay yeah, that was a good. That was a good uh, pitch, Gabe. It's a good pitch. I, I think, think um, this, this this franchise has some life yet. It, I think it does. Actually, speaking of that, because so I remember I, I mentioned the name uh, Robert Vince. Uh, 
He directed part four. He is also responsible for writing and directing all of the Space Buddies, all six Space Buddy movies. I'm sorry, nine Space Buddy movies. Because, oh, sorry, shit, there are two more. Oh, my God. Yeah, there is um, The Search for Santa Paws and Santa Paws 2, Santa Pups. I forgot about those two. So, no, but I was going to say, the guy, the same guy wrote um, and directed and produced all of those films he has been he has been active and said that he is currently still writing um everybody's movies that he's just trying to get them he's trying to get them produced that is spectacular yeah a man who knows what he's doing just that's your that's your like your life's work you know it it doesn't seem to be bad for him i mean he's been busy with it for close to two decades I'm just saying, like, if I could create a create a job out of nothing where I got to play with golden retrievers all the time, like, come on. The, my man was just like, what do I want to do with my life? Now, how do I monetize it? Okay, I will say this. Playing with them and living with them, I think, are two different things. And I think maybe I agree with you in that sense of, like, if I got to go to work every yeah. day and I got to hang it's out like with... It's like when you have, ne like, a nieces and nephews. Like, I get to go play with the kids, amp them all up, give them, like, sugar and toys, and I'm just like, I'm out. Yep. You deal with that shit. <laughs> Good yep. luck putting them to bed. Bye. <laughs> and they're like, thanks, Uncle Gabe. Come back soon. Yep. You better believe <laughs> I will. When you show up. <laughs> yeah. All the fun, none of the responsibility. Let's go. That sounds right. Um, I think, uh, what? yeah, they, they, these all came to, to the Disney uh, streaming, I think, in September. The Airbud movies. Yes, I believe that that, one, well, that was one of the so ongoing things there. that... Um, that uh september or november right of 2023 yeah uh, you know bud gabe uh, i am wrong in the poster for Airbud golden receiver he is not wearing a helmet but he is wearing um pads pads he's wearing pads i'm oh, I'm glad he's safe that's all i care about yeah and in Airbud, the seventh inning fetch he's definitely holding a, ba a baseball bat in his in his mouth oh yeah and there's a talking raccoon in that one Oh, a uh, poster for Airbutt spikes back. He is definitely spiking a ball over the net. See, you can make him do some stuff that uh, doesn't seem like. I mean, he's dunking in the <laughs> just in Airbutt. He's he's dunking. <laughs> so, you know. All right. So, with the time we have left. Oh, he's got a helmet in Golden Re Receiver. Oh, and not in the poster. In the in the in the in the cover I looked up just now, it, he does have a helmet. Oh, okay. In the cover I'm seeing here on IMDb, he's not wearing a helmet, but he is wearing one in one of the stills. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's fast. Look at them. They're all right. They're all very far behind them. Yeah. So. He could bobsled. Oh, for, no, Gabe, you're thinking small. That's him and his pups. Yeah, you they have a four. whole team. Yeah, they do have a whole team. Why doesn't anybody pay us for our ideas, Gabe? I don't know. They're just going to steal them. <laughs> With the time we have left, Gabe, as I was saying, let's talk about animal movies. Because you had your Homeward Bound, right? Was that? Was that yeah, yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And I I mean, I let in before time, dinosaurs, animals, technically. You know, I, I mean, uh, you know, all dogs go to heaven. Anything outside of Disney. I'm, I want to reference things outside of Disney because Disney will always use animals. Yeah, um, every time they're like, we need emotions. Bring in the animals. Basically, yeah. I remember Milo and Otis 
that was another Homeward Bound-esque movie, right? Yeah. Two dogs uh, coming home, trying to get home. But yeah, like now, but here's a there's a difference though, right? There's that, and then there's like Beethoven, where the dog can do anything. Or I think recently, like Clifford, right? The big red dog. But that's technically based on a book, not based on an original story of like, you know. Charlotte's Web. That is a, that is a, a lot of animals. And it's not Disney. No, I uh, I grew up watching that. We had that on VHS. That, that, did you ever watch the, the remake? I never did. Me either. I watched the original in school. They showed us that. That was one of those like that it's okay to you know show to kids on a rainy day when they can't go outside and play. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally I, acceptable. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen all of it, but um I guess it's also based on a book, right? Uh Watership Down. I have no idea what Watership Down is. Oh, okay. Tell me tell me about Watership Down. I thought you were gonna say like um Animal Farm. <laughs> well it's on there, but so Watership Down, an adventure novel by English author Richard Adams. Um Set in Hampshire, England, it, the story features a small group of rabbits. Although they live near their natural wild environment with burrows, they are anthropomorphized, possessing their own culture, language, proverbs, poetry, and mythology. Evoking epic themes, the novel follows the rabbits as they escape the destruction of their warren and seek a place to establish a new home, uh, the Hill of Watership Down, encountering perils and temptations along the way. Um, that was uh, Richard Adams' debut novel, rejected by several publishers uh, before it was finally accepted. Uh, a book won the annual Carnegie Mellon uh, Guardian Prize uh, and other book awards, uh, adapted in 1978 into a feature film and from 99 to 2001 in a series. Uh, in 2018, a drama of the story was made, which both aired in the UK and was available on Netflix. I don't remember that. I don't remember that at all either. <laughs> <laughs> Adams completed a sequel almost 25 years later in 1996. Did not know that. Tales from Watership Down, constructed as a collection of 19 sto short stories. Okay. Yeah. Just about rabbits having adventures like anthropomorphized rabbits. That's nice. Uh, babe. Forgot about Babe. Babe. Classic. And, and he had two, right? Babe, like a pig in the city, I think. Babe. Yeah, there was another one. And I guess, like, I mean, you think about Golden Retrievers, right? You think of Lassie, right? Like, she is the one that started this whole damn shenanigan. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Paul Walker, didn't he do a dog eight, eight below, eight degrees below or something? Or was Yeah, that some... we talked about it, too. We mentioned it when, and now I can't remember. Cause I, was I thinking, can't remember what it was, but uh, I, know, I can picture the cover of it. Yeah, because I was thinking Snow Dogs, but I think that was uh, that was Cuba Gooden Jr. Uh. Yeah, I think it was eight below. I think it was eight below. Yeah, eight below. Did um, did Homeward Bound have just one, or did they end up trying to? There get... was there was multiple. Really? Because Homeward Bound say, had yeah. a cast, right? I remember that. That actually was like a legit movie. Yeah, Homeward Bound. The um, Balto was another one that I liked. Oh yeah, from... wasn't that Disney though? It, it, I, I mean, I went, I Googled it. Hang on. I was going to look at that. I was going to double check. But I, oh, this is the real one. We're looking at the real dog. Okay. We're not looking at the movie. Free Willy Gabe. That had like five movies, right? I don't, uh, yeah. I'm not seeing Disney on the on the okay. packaging. And normally that's real obvious. I don't think it is. Oh, Homeward Bound. Let's see where the other. Because I know, I know there was at least was. two. I know there so was at least movies. two. Yeah, well, there's like a Homeward Bound 
there's a Homeward Bound three that came up. So I was like, well, there's oh shit, there's at least three. So this was Incredible Journey, Homeward Bound series. Uh, okay, it looks like there's there's three movies. We have The Incredible Journey. Oh, that's an old one. That's like an old movie. There's an there's a 1963 version. Yeah, adventure film. Okay, so basically there's The Incredible Journey, which is the original movie. There's Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey, which is, I guess, just a modern remake of that story. And then there's Homeward Bound 2, Lost in San Francisco. So there's, I guess, there's only two stories, kind of, but there's three. There's an old movie, a newer update, and then a, a sequel. That's wild. I did not know there was a 1963. That is crazy. And while you were doing that, I, I decided to look up Free Willy. Free Willy is one movie short of, a, of us doing a franchise, by the way. Free Willy had four films and one animated series for two seasons. Wow. So Got fr- renewed. Free Willy, Free Willy 2 The Adventure Home, Free Willy 3 The Rescue, and Free Willy Escape from Pirate's Cove. Oh, and so in the first, so in the first Free Willy, it was Keiko. In the second one, it was Keiko 2. In the animated series, obviously a voice. Oh, I guess it talks. That's terrible. That's terrifying. <laughs> and in the reboot, it's a CGI orca. Oh, because they didn't want to. Because that was can't really. 2010, and we were more woke then. We were like, can't sorry, can't keep abusing these fucking whales. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I was, I was, I'm just browsing the original Incredible Journey, like the 1963, mm-hmm. and the only thing that I care about is that it lists the names of the animals that played the characters. You have Muffy the Bull Terrier as Bodger, Rink the Labrador Retriever as Lueth. And Sin the Cat as Tau. I like how they just had to name them other things. <laughs> I think there's less family in this one. Because the guy's a bachelor. One night deep in the forest of Ontario, bachelor John Longridge plans a long hunting trip. His housekeeper, Mrs. Oaks, is coming the next day. So he leaves her a note, including how he plans to let the three animals staying with him. Tau, the Siamese cat, Lua, the yellow Labrador, and Bodger, the elderly English Bull Terrier, out for a morning run. He retires to bed and reflects on how his friend John Hunter, Lewis' owner, who lives 250 miles away, received an offer for a visiting fellowship at Oxford. Tao and Bodger belong to Hunter's children, Elizabeth and Peter, respectively, and Longridge offered to take all three pets while the family was away. Tao, meanwhile, accidentally knocks the crucial half of the note into the fireplace, destroying it. The next day, Longridge lets the animals into the yard for a run and departs before Mrs. Uh, Oaks can arrive. Lewis hears wild geese traveling uh, home and decides he wants to go home too. He leaves the yard and the other two follow. So it's just, it's a little bit of a different setup than the the modern, the more modern adaptation. Modern being 1993, I say. <laughs> I mean, it's still 30 years later after I, the... Uh... I can't, yeah, I can't say that anymore though. <laughs> That's it's been another 30 years. <laughs> That's the middle. <laughs> Wild. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if that's I wonder if I can find that somewhere to watch. That'd be pretty fun to watch. Would it though? <laughs> I think so. They're animals, man. Watching animals. We don't need we don't need modern we don't need modern movie techniques to watch animals be cute. Yeah, I think it's called National Geographic now. Okay. It used to take a production. Now it just takes a phone cam. Uh-huh. All right. Well, like I said, this one was uh, there's a guilty pleasure for me. Just wanted to wanted to dig into it and see what it was and and call it work. Call it uh, you know doing my part. 
So thank you for hanging in there. And uh, we'll talk to you next week.